City Jazz Sessions is about great music, arts, and entertainment. We are located in St. Louis, Missouri, and available to performance art lovers worldwide. Follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter. You can email us at cityjazzsessions at gmail.com. City Jazz Sessions. This evening, we have the pleasure of speaking with Mr. Christopher McBride, saxophonist from Chicago to New York City currently. How you doing? Uh, Dion is with me, and uh, we're going to get this going. We had a nice introduction, but how you doing? Man, I'm, I'm doing well. Also, also, I got to say, man, I, I spent, shout out to St. Louis, I spent a year out there. To 2010 to 2011, I was, okay. in, I, I was in St. Louis, yeah. Where did you stay? Uh, I was in Berkeley in, okay. in, North, in North County. Yeah, oh. I, 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 was, uh, I was teaching for a year at uh, Riverview Gardens um, for a year. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you know, I, didn't, I didn't know until we talked that, that, that you taught, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah, what were you yeah, teaching? That, man. Uh, elementary school. I, I'll never forget that year because it, it, you know, like I, that that taught me a lot about how to how to teach and and, and making sure that you make an impact immediately. But um, yeah, those kids, those kids were something else, man. Those kids were something else. Oh, I be be beautiful kids, beautiful kids. But it, it it was like it was like Abbott Elementary to the extreme in, in that in that joint. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we I had a, I had a, I had a, ta a kid with a, he had a, a tattoo on his arm in fifth grade, mm. you know? So yeah, wow. I, you know, I, that taught me a lot about discipline that, that year, but it, it was beautiful. He was one of my best kids. <laughs> he was one of my best students. Okay. You know? uh, yeah. Did you teach uh, saxophone or anything else? I was I was doing like a couple of private lessons with some, with some students, but mostly it was general music. General uh, music, okay. you know. I thought I thought in my head I was like, oh yeah, man, I'll, I'll teach till three o'clock. I'll get out and I'll be able to do gigs and you know, man, yeah, right. I was in that school till five six every day, making lesson plans, trying to you know make sure that you know yeah, ele elementary school that year. That was a that was a year that taught me a lot about education and how to how to properly teach. I hear you with efficiency. Now you got how many releases now? Two that I found. Yep, this is my this is my uh, second release now. Okay, uh, fir first in New York and uh, second overall. Okay, I've listened to some of the music and I got to say there were a couple of tunes that really stirred me, man. But um, well, I'll, I'll tell you the two that that uh, that I liked. Four, I think that's pretty much a classic. Mm. Who wrote that originally? Um, well, uh, that's a that's an interesting story. I, um, you know, Miles Davis made it popular, mm -hmm. but I want to I want to say that was a Victor Victor Feldman composition. Okay, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not sure on that. Uh, that yeah. Might be. I knew Miles was associated with it. Not sure if right. Miles Miles definitely made it popular. Right. I would, but I would have to I would have to look that up. You know, 
Okay, tell me about this one because it's just in my brain right now. Right. Girl, well, yeah, you know, th- that's, that's a different song. <laughs> Wait, girl, get him. <laughs> oh, I was like, four. I'm like, that's from the first album, but I, I, you know, I was right. I was about to rock with you. Oh, girl, girl, get him. Girl, get him. <laughs> Gotta be a sport. Uh, yeah, man, girl, get him. That was a tune I wrote. Um, <laughs> it was, it was about um, essentially a, a woman that I knew. Okay. Uh, she she had a way of walking into a room, and okay. everybody kind of paid attention immediately. Uh-huh. Okay. And, uh huh. And so you know, I I had that girl get them just you know always in my head. It's like she walked into a room, everybody just she had a walk on her, you know. Okay. It's, it was me. <laughs> what so. did she do? Anything particular for a living? Oh no no no! She was <laughs> no she was a regular. She she was a civilian, you know. She was she, she not she not involved in that life, but she like I said, man. Well, was, I didn't mean it like that, you know. I just said, <laughs> was she a short order cook? Was she? Uh, All right, right. <laughs> the organ donation. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That's deep. That's yeah, deep. she yeah, she you know. Well, the the song is is interesting. It it had that. Down south, that New Orleans stomp to it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, the drums kicking in. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, it got to me. Yeah, I saw, I got, I saw it in New Orleans. I said, oh yeah, I got, I got to, I got to write a song about that. Okay, okay, <laughs> I, was feeling it. I was feeling it. Tell us about New York, man. Um, music scene. <laughs> New York music scene. I feel um, New York music scene is. Uh, you know, it's a it's a high level here. Um, you know, it it has its pros and cons like like anywhere else. Yeah. But um, I, I feel like it's it is um one of the one of the top places to to definitely check out the music and to to just grow musically um, in New York. Um, the the history. Uh, mixed with the with the with the diversity and the culture of the city, um, I, I I feel like we we stand strong with some of the the strongest music scenes in out there. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Compared to St. Louis, um, well, it, so in St. Louis, um, it's first of all, it's not a lot of places. To to you know well I should say it's not as many places to play, you uh-huh. know I mean let's 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 ask a question off the top of your head, how many places do do you do you do you know musicians to play in St. Louis? Uh not a whole lot, especially the genre I like to like the mm-hmm. type of stuff you play and you were playing with tears and you know you got the uh, the dark room you right. got jazz St. Louis right. And you got the bigger the concert venues, but those are more Sheldon. Yeah, right. Sheldon. Right. You know, I mean, so you got Cigar in. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's a spot you can, you know, people could play at, you know. Um you got uh I mean that that oh man, it's that one spot Kent, my, my man Kendrick plays at all the time. Um but I mean, you know, you got about four, five spots, right? Yeah. So in in, in New York, by comparison. In New York, there's there's five spots in the West Village alone. Yeah, <laughs> you got you got Smalls, you got Mesro, 
you uh you got blue note um you you know you they sometimes uh what else is down there uh and I'm, I'm i'm forgetting at least a couple places oh you got cellar dog you know that's four places and i mean you and, and after that you got at least three more places that play music so like even just in that square you know in that three you know two block two mile radius wow. is seven clubs <laughs> you, you see what i'm saying um and, and it's a lot of it's a lot of it's incredible players all over that i mean people go on tour look like realistically you can't you you know not everybody can take the whole band you go you you see bob working with some of the top people in the in the country you know um and and all of the cats that that live uh pops they, they work with cats who come through town because you know you, you always need people in different towns Mm-hmm. So uh, again, as vital as New York is as a scene, it's it's so vital to have scenes like St. Louis, uh, you know, uh, all, all the all the cities because it's always important to have cats in town that are playing the music at a high level, and it's it's a lot of people in St. Louis doing that, and, and hopefully more venues that can support that because I, like I said, I know it's a lot of people writing original music and a lot of original voices and. Uh, I would love to get them heard more uh, throughout. Sure. And, and and really valued my time when I was out there. And I, you know, I got I got to get back out to St. Louis. That's 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 my goal in the next couple of years, man. I, I haven't brought a band out there since 2015, so Just I, I got Yeah, I got to get out there. Leon, did you have anything? Mm-hmm, go ahead. So, um, <clears throat> another thing. It comes up when we talk about the music scene, St. Louis, that there's not as many clubs. This has been something I've been hearing about ever since I started getting into music, listening to music, is a lot of the artists complain about the pay scale here. I, I'm, I don't know if it's gotten any better. I haven't heard much conversation lately. Hopefully it has, but uh, when you come to St. Louis, do you expect to get what you get in New York? somewhere else um well the the last time i played st louis it, um you know it was it was a door situation uh okay. which i mean which was fine I, like i said it was something i was passing through i i did i did find at the door that the place sold out so it, it was it was fine but um you know I, i'll say this as as a new york artist most of the time when i'm traveling that's when i'm making when i'm making money you know um okay the the, the new york gigs i mean you know local you know at the minimum of uh most bars are gonna pay 150 at the minimum you mm-hmm. know um uh, but like I said, most of the time when I'm making real money is when I'm out of town, you know, performing or teaching or doing okay. something like that. Um, so, um, but I mean, yeah, the, the pay scale is is whack everywhere. <laughs> it, 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 it need, we need more money everywhere. <laughs> Every everywhere needs more money, and the minimum needs to be higher. But I mean, you just again with the rise of inflation. I mean, yeah, if, if if cats. Musicians been making the same money since the seventies. You know, you go out, you make a hundred dollars. You know right. what I mean at at a spot. 
a hundred dollars in twenty twenty two is gonna hit different from a hundred dollars in nineteen seventy. Oh heck yeah! You know that's fifty. That's um that's fifty years, fifty plus. So it's like we the the pay scale just needs to be higher in general. Right. But, uh, how do yeah. we fix that? How do we, how do we fix that? <laughs> well, yeah, the, you know, man, yeah, yeah. We well, get no. into, this is this is what needs to happen. Uh, people tell me it can't happen, but I don't know. I, I feel like maybe we just haven't found the right cat to inspire. But mm. this is what needs to happen. Musicians need to say, "Hey, we're not gonna play no clubs for for a month. Mm. Everybody, take a month off. Go practice, do whatever. But we we not we not and, and, and be prepared. We need to be prepared to take off multiple months." But until the pay scale is this, we not playing, you know. But again, like I said, you know, the different venues, you know. Um, and, and again, I don't want to speak. I, don't, I I haven't been in St. Louis enough to 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 speak on the scene. I, again, I was grateful for the time there, but I don't want to speak on it too much. So I'm just, right, right. I'll just say this certain certain like a like a jazz at lincoln center in new york those gigs are gonna pay different than a than a than a venue uh mm -hmm. like a like a club on in, in the west village because it's, it's it's different levels but i just feel like if you play in a club in the city if, if, if any city you know it should be at least 150 that you you leave at your house for you know some mm -hmm. people leave it at house for Fifty dollar gigs, seventy five dollar gigs. Oh man, yeah. That 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 we we kind of yeah. hard to pay rent on that's, that. That's it's hard. It's you can't you can't you can't make a living on that. Exactly. <laughs> you can't you can't make a living on that. I mean, if you have a seventy five dollar gig, even if you have one every day, <laughs> you know, it's I mean, that's what three hundred a week, something like that. My yeah. more my, my mortgage was three eighty when I remember when I was living in Berkeley and and I had a roommate, my mortgage was three eighty seven. So I, I'm still, you know, even, even a week I'm if I'm making three and I'm playing five, you know, I'm running all around town paying if five seventy five dollar gigs, it just don't it right money don't add up. Don't add up. I, I feel you. So they back in the day they did have they try to unionize, I think, but I don't know. Yeah, if most of the most of the unions now they 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 only good if you on on Broadway. If yeah. you if you if you work at Broadway or you work at the TV show, then they, then the union going they gonna do something for you. If you if you not doing none of that, they 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 can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. and, and and you know, I yeah, but I think the whole. Musicians need to be, this is what, this is, again, I, I, I'm not a fixer, but but I have seen things that work. And, uh, you know, in France, if you're a musician, no matter what your skill level, if you could qualify, you have enough work to be qualified as a musician, you get paid by the government. The government pays you. Wow. <laughs> you, 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 go, you know, you're going to make a couple, I, I mean, like, I, like, I can't. I, I, again, I don't live in France, so I can't really tell the tell the scale. But I think it's like the government. You per month, you get to keep half of whatever you make in the month. You get to keep half, 
you give the government something and then but they they pay you like a you know so even if you're not working if you don't have no gigs every week you're gonna get a check oh couple, wow. you know couple hundred from the government you know something like that you know what like right now as a musician we're expected to do so much on top of trying to practice and write the music <laughs> we don't got no time to write the music all we do is create content online that's all you know that's all we have that's all we got time for most right. of the time or oh, a lot of musicians it, and it's getting to the point where i'm i'm like man i don't want to play that game you know what i mean not not that it's not important or nothing like that but i don't want to i want to be creating the music for the people i don't want to be creating content that is just viewable each day it, that i don't feel like that is where i'm my my place is needed but we we like i said we have so much to be responsible for you know maintaining our emails maintaining you know the business side of it you know planning all the like it's a lot of stuff man so it's it's out here doing doing the musician thing is is hard enough you got to make sure that your team is is cool try to get people that will work with you and, and and most importantly that you have the time to actually be a musician <laughs> to write the music to 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 rehearse the music with your band like mm -hmm. we, we we don't even get the time to be be a musician because of the, the grind is is real out here if you're not if you're not doing everything you can you're not going to be able to really you know put food on the table especially again like i said in st louis like if if the market is super small and it's not a, as many gigs right. you gotta you gotta find different ways to earn income besides the musician thing which is like i said there's it's a lot of cats out there playing at a high level it's, it's just not it's just not a lot of work you so, know uh you got that you know you could do the wedding thing i know a lot of cats that do that too. And I do, and I do that too. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned, uh, being a, an independent artist. What do you like about being an independent artist? Or do you, would you prefer that most music be, you know, uh, controlled by, you know, management companies and that kind of stuff? You know, how, how do you see your place in the market? You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I understand. Um, I I enjoy being able to set my own schedule mm -hmm. as a as an independent artist or being able to you know set when I'm working at a at a high level and when I'm taking my breaks um things things of that nature I I enjoy that um yeah I I don't know man I I don't whatever you talk about music and control it, it's you know music is not I don't feel like it's necessarily meant to be controlled, you know, the music, you know, but you do need, um, I do feel like you need like a certain amount of discipline. And when I say that, it's like, um, you need to be able to set a schedule, have your schedule and, 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 and allow yourself room for rest, allow yourself room for breaks, allow yourself room to, um, to, to just pause, to just pause and to mentally take a break so that you're not just running yourself into the ground. I, I feel like, honestly, that's the biggest, that's the biggest lesson I learned during COVID is like to give myself time to to 
have the motivation to be creative sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, not just road, 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 come home, practice, gig, go back on the road. It's like rest, rest, you know, and recharge, which is different from rest, you know. So one but, of the yeah. one of the things, and I'm glad you brought up the COVID thing. Um now that things are starting to open up a little bit more. Um, first tell us, you know, how you survived through COVID, what, what that was like for you, and then explain a little bit about how, now that things are starting to open up, how, how that's affecting you also. Um, man, COVID was, um, <clears throat> COVID was interesting. You know, I, as y'all know, New York was kind of the epicenter of where everything was going down. Yeah, um, a, a lot of people in in a small mile radius, which is you know, COVID was yeah. So, um, being out here was 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 interesting. The neighborhood that I was in at the time, I was in Canarsie, which is uh you know, uh more more South Brooklyn and to the east, but like more Southeast Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. Um, but everybody, you know, it wasn't like a New York experience as a musician in Harlem was different because Harlem were like where all the hospitals at, you know, so they was banging pots and pans and all that stuff. They weren't doing all that stuff at Canarsie because all the people was the hospital workers and the people who run the subway and the, and the trains, you know, it's like it's the workers of the it's, it's the people who who run the city, the garbage people. So people in Canarsie was just going to work. <laughs> So during the day, most of the time, while most people was at home, I was I was at I was at home, but everybody else around me, they was all at work. So I was just practicing for the most part. Uh, I'm I'm glad I'm very comfortable with myself. I spent a lot of time with myself, um, and 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 I'm glad that I was you know I'm glad I was comfortable with that. But it was it was tough at first, man. The first couple of weeks, it's like man, you put all this work into being a musician and, and I mean, your career might be over. It, it, it you know, we don't know what, what's happening. We supposed to be in the house for two weeks. <laughs> that was it. It turned into a, a year plus two years. <laughs> so it was, it was a, a scary time, but, um, again, besides, besides COVID, which killed millions of people, which is, you know, that's a terrible thing. But again, personally for me, um, what it taught me was just taking, again, value in things that are not music. It can't just be all music and this, like, you know, your family is important, spending time with people, your loved ones is important, your friends and, and you know, and other people that you care about. It's like, you know, it's more to life than just music or just our jobs or just our careers it's like what, what like when when the chips are down and you by yourself no none, none of this is going to matter it's it's really it's it's really going to be about the 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 family you have the 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 people that you love that's who we going to be talking to it's not like I'm going to be if if the if the you know if everything was coming to to a it would end we wouldn't be doing a podcast right now it'd be like man I'm going to go hang with my lady i'm about to go hang with you know hang sure. with my mom or you know whoever mm -hmm. it's like 
So just so, taking value in other things besides what's right in front of me, you know, the big picture, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, yeah, man, COVID was, was being in COVID in New York was a very interesting experience because, I mean, for the most part, the streets were empty most mm-hmm. of the time. And, uh, you know, besides, I mean, besides when the protests started happening uh, and, and later in 2020, but other than that, the streets were empty. It was, it was deep. <laughs> so how, how are you, how are you now that things are starting to get back to normal? Is that, are you getting back into a routine? Um, is it getting easier to find work or is it still pretty tough out there? Oh yeah, man. I, I've been, I mean, yeah, I've been, I've been back at it since, uh, I want to say middle of 2021. So I've been, I can, I've been kind of back to work for, for a minute, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, you know, again, where, where I'm at in my career, um, work is, is, is good. You know, mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, pl- pl- plentiful, I would say is a stretch of a word, but I would say work is good. I'm able to kind of choose what I want to take. I'm not, you know, I'm not just taking stuff just to take it. Um, and you know, yeah, it's, 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 it's been, but I, I, I want yeah, 2021 in the middle of the year, it's, I would say is like when things started work was just working again. So, yeah. So now how, it's, it's, it's been all right. Okay, good. So how, how has uh technology helped you in your, your music creation? How do you use it to, to your advantage? Um, I don't, as far as writing goes, I don't like, I don't do, I, I, I use Sibelius, like a, a which is a, a, a music software notation program to, to write stuff. And, and after COVID, I did get some recording equipment so I can record stuff from my home and, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, um, but I, I like, as far as like, futuristic sounds and stuff like that keyboard sounds and patches i don't really experiment with those until i'm in like if i'm doing like my record for the studio then i'll have the keyboard player experiment with different patches and things like that but but i mean technology plays a role into it i mean we're look we're doing zoom right now to do the do this call mm-hmm. yeah. so you know um technology definitely plays a role into what i'm doing i'm able to I could teach lessons uh, from anywhere in the world now if I want to. I could record stuff. I, I've been sending stuff in, from my home studio all over the world <laughs> and uh, in, in every genre, A- African music, house music, <laughs> everything, uh, dan- mm-hmm. just creative dance. I've been recording all types of stuff out of the, out of there. the film project. The, the project that I record that I uh, won won the, the Grammy in the project I won the Grammy with I recorded from my, my bedroom in in in, in uh, Harlem. No, so, <laughs> it was a remote it was a remote project. So we 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 never even saw each other until the night of the Grammys. <laughs> so speaking of the Grammy, what category was that Grammy in? That was a a large large jazz ensemble, best large oh. jazz ensemble. Okay. Mm-hmm. How large was it? Um, well, it, I mean, it's a big, typical big band. Um, but Stephen Feifke and Bajan Watson 
generation gap jazz orchestra. Okay. Uh, but yeah, just a you know typical big band. You know, it was yeah, it wasn't like a yeah, four four trombones, four trumpets, five saxes, guitar, rhythm section. It's a nice size. Yeah. Any strings? No, no, no. Um, I mean, besides bass. Yeah. Okay. No. Awesome. So, did you so, get an opportunity to go up on stage? I didn't, man. You know, honest, <laughs> everything happened so fast. First of all, uh, Pifeke and, and and Watson were sitting in a different part of the uh, the telecast, and, and uh, we didn't really talk about it as a, as a group. So we just let the the band leaders go on stage. We didn't go on. Plus, they did, you know, it, yeah, I. But everything happened so fast, and honestly, I wasn't even I wasn't even expecting them to call us. So, I out <laughs> like when they called us, I was like, "Whoa," you know? Wow. And yeah, but it was yeah, it was crazy. Okay. So tell me, what what do artists like yourself think of these streaming services now that that everybody's using for music? Good, bad. Mm. It's, uh, you know, th this is how I am. This is this this is the way I am. Th things are going to happen in life. Now, you can either buck against it or you can just try to use it towards your advantage. You know, the streaming services, I mean, yeah, it's terrible, man. You know, you get a stream, you get thousands of streams and you make pennies on the, on the dollar. Right. You know, so it's it's is is trash but i mean you know hopefully we we figure out a way to to raise that value up um but you know then you have people like Bandcamp. Bandcamp is is beautiful and um you know you can you can actually get proceeds of the money you know if, if they they sell the pro project for 20 bucks you see you receive a nice chunk of that money you know what i'm saying um, so you have things like that, but uh, I mean, it's, it's tough out here, man. It's tough. Uh, yeah. You know, as, I mean, like I said, especially places like Spotify, it's like, you know, you get pennies on a dollar for, for, for a project you, you pour yourself into. Um, so you get the exposure, you know, Yeah. but, but it, it, it you know, at what cost is it's the cost of your whole project. So yeah, it's, it's, it's tough, but, uh, you know, I just try to play along as best as you can, but it, you know, it's it's definitely something that that needs to change. Um, how it will will change, it we'll, we'll see. I, I I don't know, but it, it I'm I'm sure you know musicians will figure out something. You know. Yeah, things evolve. So, what was the uh, biggest venue that you played in? Uh, biggest venue. I don't know. Um, I played Carnegie Hall. Uh, I guess I, you know, that might be, um, the biggest venue. I haven't, like, I haven't played like the garden or nothing like that with anybody yet. Okay. Um, which one yeah. was the nicest one you played in? The nicest venue. I don't know. I, I've played like in some really nice performing art centers, like mm -hmm. just throughout the country. Um, and, and it's been some, I, I can't think of any place that stands. Oh, wait, no, you know what? Uh, 
the Joyce Theater in New York. Joyce. Uh, in, in New York. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Joyce Theater, that that venue was real nice. The hospitality was nice, you know. That was that was a that was a real nice spot. So I'll I'll go with the Joyce. The Joyce, like J O Y C E or mm-hmm. J O Y C E. Yep, Joyce yeah. Theater in New York. Haven't heard of that one. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's next? What are you working on uh, for the future? You got another um, project in mind? Well, yeah. I mean, um, Ramon dropped uh, February seventeenth, so that that record's out. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's, it's, you know, getting, um, some good reviews, some good press and, and some, some good radio spins, you know, uh, if y'all, if y'all know any DJs in, in St. Louis and they, you know, I, I, I'll, I'll try to get the record to them for sure. Right. Um, let's see what else. Um, but yeah, I mean, playing with some groups, um, and, I am planning to start recording the third record, but right now, just uh, you know, riding the momentum of this this next record, and um, getting you know getting some CD releases together. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna do uh, my I'm gonna do my New York CD release June third, and my Chicago CD release is July seventh. And uh, man, you know, like I said, hopefully I could get to St. Louis within, if not this year, maybe early next year to do it to do a release there as well and uh yeah you know and i guess like i said really getting probably the third project together starting next year like just recording starting that process it's, it takes a while from the recording to releasing it's a lot of steps <laughs> you got to do the mixing you got to do the mastering you got to pay for everything yeah. so it's, a, it's it's a lot of steps man i was i was yeah. telling one of my boys i'm like man having ha- putting out a record is like having a kid because it's like it's for real like you 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 keep putting money into things you know you got to put the money into the radio promo you got to put the money into press if if you do those things if if not then you you still got to put the, the money into some type of promo you got to pay the musicians you got to pay for the mixing you got to pay for the mastering you got to pay for the copyrights you got it it's a lot of steps man and uh and then you know you put a lot of money you pour a lot of money into everything then when you get through people ask you when you go do the next one <laughs> right <laughs> it's just like having kids i hear you <laughs> All right. so i was just um wanted to, to to tag on to that you know when you're an independent artist or when you're a small company you have to do you have to wear all the hats so you yeah. have to do a lot of work. Um, what are some of the challenges that you faced that you um, would have liked to done different, you know, if you had uh, an opportunity? Um, I think the, the, the thing that I would have done different, I, I, I mean, I, I've been doing this organically, but just, understanding that I don't have to do everything myself and that the things that I'm not great with, I can delegate to someone else, you know, find somebody who, you know, of course you need to, you know, find a little budget, find somebody who will work with you, but you can find ways to delegate certain tasks 
so that you're not, you know, my, my biggest goal right now as an artist is to try to find the easy, you know, um, find the most organic way for me to be able to have as much time as I need to be able to create the music when I'm in town and, and can create <laughs> so that when I'm not in town, I'm not, you know, doing a bunch of other work or, or, or trying to get content together. I could sit and create the music and, 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 and sit and work music, you know, that's my biggest goal at the moment. Um, but I would say, I would say just figuring out ways to delegate the right tasks to the right people so that I can focus on being a musician. Did you do a lot of traveling? Have you done a lot of traveling in your career? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I just got off a six week tour. Um, I was doing some educational outreach with a company and uh, playing with the trumpet player, Danny Giannacucci. I was playing with um, uh, another dance company, uh, the jazz continuum that I work with in Boston. So mm -hmm. yeah, I, 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 you know, I've been, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm able to travel a lot and, and do a lot of things, but um, you know, this, this year, I would say I'm usually I'm on the road like I'm on the road off the road basically the rest of the year. Like I, I got a week at home and then I'm a week on the road and that's pretty much the schedule for the, oh, rest, and of, the rest of the year. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So when you come back to St. Louis, hopefully soon. I gotta get back. I gotta. I gotta get back. Now that now that I talk to y'all, I know it's gonna happen. Now that I now that I spoke with y'all, they are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, Chris McBride, we gotta get Chris back." Uh -huh. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. be back. Yeah, I'm. I gotta get back to Bob DeBoo because I'm supposed to be meeting with him and it got put off. But uh, I'm definitely gonna make sure uh, he knows. He can make something happen. That would be great. So when you travel, do you uh you have you uh you know, a box of CDs or whatever, which. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm actually, again, got, got a, I got a team. That's not me. Thank God. Okay. I got a team that's working on some merch for, oh. for, for, um, you know, some t-shirts, you know, some different t-shirts with some slogans that, that I'm known for. Um, and, um, and I do have CDs. I, I want to get some USBs too, because not a lot of people have CD players nowadays. Mm, true. But okay. I want to get some USBs and and some download cards, you know, and uh, and then uh, of course I got like Bandcamp link, uh, iTunes link, you know, for the record. Yeah, what I do is uh, I got a couple of CD players that I kept, you know, from the studio, and I just try to get CDs from like guys that I know, like yourself, that. I say, hey, you know, you got an autographed CD. I collect those. Those are only CDs I get now. I, everything else, I just turn on Spotify or whatever. You know. All right. Yeah. Send me, send me your, send me your address. I, I'll, uh, I'll make sure I put one in in the mail for you. I got, I got, I got one for you. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah. So do you? I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that early in your career, um, you know, you, you jumped in in sessions and played with guys in different venues, just, you know, bring in your horn. Do you still do that kind of stuff? Yeah, yeah, man. You got to keep the ax sharp, you know. Um, it, it's it's funny. Being in New York, kind of like being in the NBA in, 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 in a lot of ways, 
I say that it's like, you know, you got the cats who've been here for a while. They, you know, they, they, they got their gigs. They, they got their established, you know, and then you got the, you know, you got a lot of the young pups. They, they, they behind you, they hungry, you know, and they playing at a high level. So you got to keep your, you got to keep your act sharp. You got to, you got to stay ready, man. And, um, when I'm, when I'm home, I, I tend not to go out as much. I, I've been trying to be better with getting out there when I'm at home. It's it's hard, man. I be trying to chill when I'm at home, you know? Yeah. No, I, no. It's like, I be, I just be trying to relax. It's like, I'm, I'm just want to get, be home. But, um, uh, on the road, I, I get out quite a lot because it's like, well, I'm on the road, you know, like, right. well, you know. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, if I if I'm out, you know, I'll I'll hit a jam session or yeah, for sure, mm. for sure, and, and and see who's playing. I love checking out local. I, I love checking out scenes, different scenes. And like I said, man, there's so many cats playing at a high level, all over Chicago, St. Louis, Kansas City, uh, Milwaukee. You know, and that, those are just the Midwest cities. You you know, you got cats playing. Philly, Philly has a great music scene. Baltimore, yeah, um, Richmond, Virginia. You know, it's 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 a lot of good music going on, man. So I, I'm, you know, if I'm if I'm on the road, I, I definitely try to be a part of that. And and in New York, again, even if I'm getting off a gig, I, you know, I'll stop at a club and, and say what's up. It, yeah. It's, it's important. Um, I think it's important as a musician to know the musicians that are out there and the musicians who are coming up. So I definitely still get out there and, and, and hang with the cats a little bit. So, so if you've been out of the country. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I got. Uh, I think my next trip out of the country is in August. I'm um, playing. The I'm playing the uh man. Uh I, I can't I can't remember I can't the Odespera Jazz Festival. It's hmm. it's, it's it's gonna be in Sweden. Hmm. Sweden, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but join uh Bjorn Engelstein, man, that's my dude. If he you know, if he sees this, shout out to Bjorn, man. He's killing trumpet player. But he runs that festival, so I I, I got uh, invited to be oh, awesome. uh, a, a guest out there. So I'll be in Sweden in August. Great, now, great. Just uh, great. just out of curiosity, if I mean now you've settled in New York, is there any place else that you really liked that has almost gotten you to pick up roots and move to? Listen, I I, I want to say this for the camera so that that that, I, that I'm clear. I, I go where the money's at, <laughs> you know. Right now, <laughs> wherever the money's at, that's where I'll be. I somebody want me to somebody want me to teach their college program, or you know, I got my masters. Let's talk about it. <laughs> but 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 other than that, you know, right now I'm, I'm in New York. You know, um, again, career's been going well. I've been doing well as an artist, but. I'll live anywhere where the money's at. You know, <laughs> I, I love St. Louis when I was in St. Louis. In St. Louis, you can get as sophisticated or as ratchet as you wanted to get. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like you can be on a rooftop bar <laughs> or you can be in Brooklyn, Illinois. It's it, you know, I love that about St. Louis. That's the best thing about St. Louis. <laughs> Diversity of yeah. options. So you, you, do. you know about Brooklyn, huh? Oh, man. Shout out to Brooklyn. 
Shout okay. out to the East Side. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, no doubt. Yeah, uh, I think Kendrick has been playing over there lately. Yeah, and, and like I said, man, I'm just when I I I, I remember being out in St. Louis, and I remember you know it was about I mean Pitaw, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I you know I got man got a chance to get my butt spanked by Willie Akins every Saturday, man. Oh I, man, I would go to that session. You damn Willie. Woo. Oh, man. he called. He called Cherokee and E on you. Oh, <laughs> man. Listen, Willie, man. Willie Akins gave me a lot of lessons. I, I never had a private lesson with Willie, but every, every Saturday he was at Spruce. Every Saturday I could be there. I was there mm-hmm. and, and checking him out and getting, you know, getting, getting them lessons, man. He, oh. you know, he's playing at such a high level play with Art Blakey. That's history. You know what I mean? You can hear the history in this horn playing. Man, shout out, shout out to Willie, man. I, I'm, okay. I was great. I was grateful to be out there and to to get them lessons from him. Okay. That was a club back in the day. Yeah. Nah, man. That's yeah, Spruce. Right. Spruce was real, man. Me and uh my man um Harvey Lockhart, who's still out there, out in St. Louis. Great, yeah. great yeah. alto saxophonist. Okay. Yeah, man. That's we used to go up there and get beat up every Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard Harvey play. Yeah, man, he's he's a bad cat, man, out of Florida. The the, the Florida boys, man, they 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 all they all could play. It's something in the water out there. <laughs> they just all play something, and and some of them play. Uh, you know, Harvey now he a teacher. He probably played multiple instruments. Mm. So yeah, man, Harvey's a bad cat, man. So speaking of instruments, what? What's your axe now? What are you playing? Uh, I'm playing alto. Um, playing a Yanni Gasawa 991. Uh, it's actually it's actually uh, getting getting it's at Spa Day, and uh, I, I got it in Brooklyn. Uh, getting getting worked on at the moment. Add it up, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, just what I've learned is you can save yourself a lot of money if you just. Every six months, take your horn, get it looked at. You know, I was on the road six weeks. That's a long tour. Putting, putting, you know, uh, yeah, and, and keep your mouth clean. You got to brush your teeth. You know, <laughs> you know, so you keep your pads clean. You know, but like, yeah, just just put. That's a lot of, that's a lot of endurance every every day. You know, I was playing almost every day, so I just All took right. it to the shop. I get it out. I get it out on Friday. You know. But yeah, the horn the horn is good. I, I and I just uh, I'm I, right now mouthpieces. I'm doing a V16. I just got an A7 mouthpiece from uh, the Van Dorn shop in Los Angeles. I've heard of them. Yeah, yeah. It was it, you know the shout out to them. They they hooked me up. Okay, man. Every now and then I think about going to pick up my old sax, and it's I, I haven't done it lately. It's been a Wow, just to just to get some stress off, you know. Now what what you what you got? You got an alto? I have an alto. It's a it's a student Yamaha, decent sax. But when I began to when I first played, learned how to play sax, I was pretty young. Uh, I was given an old con <clears throat> silver tone with that etched G sharp, World War Two era. 
it was decent. I mean, it. They say it wasn't like the Selmers, but I never played a Selmer, so I didn't care. <laughs> I don't have it anymore though. Mm, okay. I got the um, student model from a pawn shop, and it's if I want to blow, it sounds okay, you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Get that thing out, man. Yeah, keep playing, man. Keep playing, man. <laughs> I need to get it out. Nah, like like I said, it's you know. I know, I know how that is. I have a friend, Lucas Pino, man. He said he always, you know, he says sometimes when it's hard for him to practice, he he just thinks back to like when he first picked up the horn and how excited he was. Right. Kind of just, right. It's just it's just about you just got to get it out the case. It's the hardest thing. Once you get it out the case, you said it. <laughs> the, re the rest is easy. Right. You said it. That's the hard. That's the challenge. Yeah. Well, is there anything else that uh, we need to cover? I think we hit most of the spots here. Anything else, Leon, that you want to ask? No, no. He 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 hit my spot. He 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 uh, talked about Brooklyn. I was good after that. Well, <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, you know, man, it was it was another spot in in, in St. Louis too. I I don't want to I don't want to give away all my trade secrets. Ah. Was, was, I want I, I want I want it was called like Barcelona or something. I remember they used to. It was like a beauty shop and a barber shop, and then it, uh -huh. but it, it also had a bar in it. Anyway, mm -hmm. but okay. they used to have some fun parties there too, man. Now that's a mix of uh, that was that on the south side. Well, uh, I I want to. Uh, Hmm. I can't. I can't remember. I can't remember. I, I know Rand Stein used to have some stuff in his shop, but I don't remember if he had a bar or not. <laughs> yeah, bar. I I remember the name though. Bar Salon was the name for sure. <laughs> okay, that probably wasn't him. <laughs> yeah. But, wow. Uh, yeah, man. I, I man. I appreciate y'all having me on. Like you know, as a as an artist doing this grind, man. It's it's. It's so difficult, so I appreciate y'all having me on it, spreading the word about the record. Leon, Le what's your? You know, you got a track off the record. It's, uh, I have to be honest. I haven't. So, so uh, I do a lot of the technical stuff, you know, mm -hmm. and so um, Warren set up the the interviews, and I didn't have a, I didn't take the opportunity to listen. Right. And he was he kept telling me, "Man, you you're gonna like this hit. You're gonna like that because." Cause him and I have different tastes in jazz, right. and so so he kind of thinks that I don't like his kind of jazz, and what he don't know is is that a lot of those pieces I don't like, but there are a few that I do, and so occasionally he'll try to hit me the one that he think I, I like, and unfortunately I just didn't have the time this week to get to it first. All right, All so right. I, I I appreciate the transparency. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, it's a, it's it's all good when when you you know when you get a chance, let me but let me. I would definitely, I would definitely listen. I always, I always at least try to listen, because, yeah. um, yeah, I, I wish I had listened before and then I could have talked better about your music, but if you come back on, which we definitely want to give you an opportunity to do, yeah. I will definitely the next time we talk have listened to you some some of your music. All right. All right, no I, I hold you. I hold you to that. Oh, we'll, you can you can count we'll, on that. Once I once I once I release the third kid, once I get this third kid out, we'll we'll come back and, and you know. That sounds good. 
That sounds that sounds like a win. Yeah. All right. I got New York on the bucket list, so you know, I'm, man, I'm come come on out, out. get there. Come on out June third, man. That's the that's the CD release party. Oh, June third, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Duke, Duke Ellington, Duke Ellington Square, Harlem. You know, wow. yeah, it's okay. gonna be out. It's gonna be outside. You know, I want to do something a little different. You know. Yeah, I got Ronnie Barrage that's up there. Uh, like come visit him too. Maybe we can yeah. make. That would be great, man. I I haven't ran into Ronnie yet, but I mean, you know, I know he he. You know, I know Kendrick plays with him, and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm I'm looking forward to to running into him soon, sooner than later. Definitely, I mentioned you when I was shouting out to him, so we'll make that happen one day, man. Yes, sir. All right, so um, it's been a pleasure, man. And uh, like I said, uh, I'm still listening because I haven't listened to every song. Mm-hmm. I had the headphones on early this morning. When you hit me up, I was listening to it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, yeah, I, yeah. Good, I man. appreciate y'all, man. And uh, like I said, keep me posted. and uh, I'm sure we'll talk soon. Oh, we really oh, appreciate so- you coming on, man. And if you got something that's coming up that you uh, – that you want us to shout out about, you know, let us know. Yeah, Definitely. you get a big gig or something, we'll post it, you know. Definitely, I will. worldwide. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I appreciate y'all. All right, All thanks, right, brother. Man. All right, talk soon. Talk Take soon. Take care. All right. City Jazz Sessions is brought to you by St. Louis City Jazz, a 501c3 company dedicated to music education and appreciation. The CEO is Magic Man 50. And for more ways to connect with City Jazz Sessions, visit cityjazzsessions.wixsite.com slash St. Louis. The City Jazz Sessions team includes host, content director, and guest coordinator, jazz great Ronnie Barrage. Follow Ronnie at ronniebarrage.biz. Host, website designer, graphic artist, content director, and guest coordinator, singing sensation Leica. Discover more about Leica at leikamusic.com. Additional production services are provided by Lion's Den Productions. Go to thelionsdenstl.wixsite.com forward slash home. Please like, share, comment, and subscribe for more great content.